Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Now, that was Natasha Bedenfield with Soulmate, and that is what this show is all about, Soulmate, finding that person, that spiritual person, because it's two separate words, soul and mate, finding that spiritual person to be with who can connect with you, that understands you, and it sounds like a fairy tale, but it can actually be true, and I know some of you who are going through it right now one of my good friends, and I will be posting to you in just a few minutes so you can air into this show as well if you didn't get the message. But here with me, my dear friend is Judith Costa, and 
while doing this show, she will be also explaining her personal story that is connected with the concept of soulmate. We'll also be talking about how to find your soulmate, right partner, what could be holding you back, and why it's important to love yourself to be able to establish a happy and healthy relationship because in order to go in to a healthy relationship, you got to love yourself. Why you can't love anyone else if you don't love yourself. And we'll also be talking about any of the services that she used on her private sessions, such as astrology, consultations of the Akashic records, all that will be discussed here today. So make sure you stay tuned in. Please do call in at 347-426-3751. And here is my friend and soulmate expert, Judith Costa. Judith, how are you doing today? It's so good to have you on. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure to be with you and your listeners. Oh, thank you. I, I tell you, I think this is perfect today. I was just reading someone's comment on Facebook about not finding the right person, and he was tired. Of course, he mentioned he mentioned that he was tired of being with black women, and I don't think that as far as it goes, it doesn't have anything to do with the race or what ethnicity you are. It's just that he has to found that soulmate person, so I think this Perfect timing just for that. First and yeah. foremost, Judith, what is a soulmate? A soulmate is a person that it's your eternal partner. It's someone that has been with you in the past, that can be with you in the present, and that for sure will be with you in the future. And the most important characteristic uh, about a soulmate relationship is that soulmates share a bone of unconditional love. And this means that it's a totally different relationship than others. Soulmates are not together only to share their love. They are together because they allow and help the other person to grow. It's a very, very special uh, sensation to meet with your soulmate. A lot of people describe the moment when they they met uh, with this person and they could not explain what was going on. But it was like the time stopped, and it's like a recognition of the soul. You can be in front of this person, and maybe your mind can be telling, I don't know you, but your heart knows that you have been together. And it's like to arrive home, to feel in a safe place. It's like a sense of familiarity that connects you. It's a very, very special uh, relationship, as I said. It is, and I think a lot of people don't, find that to actually be true, that there is actually a soulmate out there for you. Um, but let me ask this. Is there a soulmate for everyone? Yes. Uh, all of us have a soulmate and more than one. Uh, I, I'm not sure okay. about the title of my book, but at the moment it's how I found my soulmates. It can change during the process, as you know, of publishing. But people ask me about the plural because the concept of soulmate has been used in a wrong way. We, we thought that it's a person and it's very difficult to find, and that's not true. The purpose of soulmates is to be together because, as I say, they have something in common. They have a purpose to be together. They travel through life in the same direction, and they share like their, their wishes. Then it's easy to find your soulmate if you have all your intention and your desire and all your energy engage on doing that. And this is what happened to me. I mean, as I, I didn't know what I was doing, but since the moment I discovered the concept of soulmates, I thought it resonated with me. I found it fascinating, and I say I have to know if the person I'm married with is my soulmate. I was married in that moment with a wonderful guy that we had a, a, a beginning of the relationship was like I described. We felt that we knew each other and there was a lot of connection between us, uh, kind of celebrity almost. But in that moment, the relationship wasn't great. And I started reading about soulmates and trying to find information. And all my desire and my questions to the universe were, who is this person? Where is this person? How can I find this person? And what happened? Oh, surprise. No, it wasn't my husband, but my soulmate, one of them show up in my life. What do you think about this? 
it is definitely, it is. It's very incredible with both of you loving each other as easily as you are. I mean, I think this can work out for anybody, but they have Let to me. actually believe. And I, I, I think I think we're definitely not alone. In fact, according to four years ago, there was a, a poll, a Maris, a Marie's poll, 73% of Americans believe that they are destined to find their one true soulmate. The other percentage is a bit higher for men um, than women, like 74% for men, 71% for women. And the notion is also higher among younger individuals. Clearly, mm-hmm. they were saying that the belief in soulmates is pervasive. Really, the majority of people hold tight to that ideal romantic destiny Um do um, the question remains, however, whether the belief ends up working out? Do people who look for a soulmate actually find them? Do soulmates live happily ever after more often? Yeah, let me answer this question because you, you said a lot of things. And uh, first of all, the concept of soulmate, uh, of course, it can be a romantic partner, but we have more than one soulmate of a different kind. Then, usually, what it's called the primary soulmate, it's a person with whom we have the deepest connection at the soul level, and usually it's, uh, we establish a relationship like it's our spouse or maybe a sibling, but it can be also what it's called a companion soulmate. Both are as important as a soulmate, but uh, we just have a different kind of relationship. Even our pets can be soulmates. They travel with us through time, and they are wow. wonderful teachers of uh, unconditional love then say that uh, I think that a lot of people really believe in soulmates, in this special partner, this person that is out there waiting for you. And even people that are married, they come to my workshops and then they tell me, I mean, I, I resonate with the concept of soulmate, this special being. A lot of people have found their soulmates in a moment where they cannot be together for different reasons. Some of them have spent part of their lives together and again they had to separate or someone die and people say that sharing your life with a soulmate uh, it's an amazing trip it will enrich your existence beyond measure to have this experience and this is what people are trying to to find uh, this kind of connection I have a lot of clients coming to me because they say I don't have problems to date I find people, I establish relationships, but I want this special connection, and this is what is difficult for me. And we explore what can be holding you back. And as you said, you have to mm. believe to be able to find a soulmate. If you tell the universe that, no, this person is not there, I don't believe in soulmates, or it's not going to happen to me, or it's impossible that we meet, then for sure it's not going to happen. Right. You have to speak whatever is into existence and be positive about it. If you're negative, then of course it's not. Can you actually have that soul connection with your life partner where it can go deeper? Yeah. For me, what happens is um, you can have the right partner for you. We never lose time in relationships. People say, oh, I I, I don't feel that maybe if I come back uh Back in time, I wouldn't marry this guy. And I would say, no, you never have to say that because relationships are just laboratories of the spirit where we learn how to love and how to be loved. Every relationship that you have is preparing you to have a better relationship in the future. Sometimes your, your soulmate will show up at the right moment. Things happen within a divine timing. And sometimes we are just uh, not ready for a kind of relationship that we want. And this connects with the concept that you introduce about loving yourself. It's very important that we understand that a healthy relationship is when two mature individuals love themselves and they share the love that they already have. This is what soulmates do. If not, it's maybe two needy people that they are together because they are afraid to be alone. But this is not a relationship or not the kind of relationship no. that I teach <laughs> how to find. Why? 
No, that is not the relationship. And sometimes, like, and that comes to a good point too. Some people are afraid to be alone. Sometimes you have to learn how to do it. Be alone. Grab a book. Grab your pet. Be alone, because when you're looking for that wrong person, that's exactly what you get. You get all the wrong issues. You get all the complaints. They're going to yeah. complain every five minutes. Right. Learn to be alone. You can't. To me, I came in here by myself, uh, unless you're a twin. Then that's a little different, but you know what I mean. You came here by yeah. yourself. Learn to be alone. There's nothing wrong with that if you don't have somebody. No, it's happy. Feels like if Right. They feel like if I don't have this man or this woman near me, then I'm not nothing. But that's a lonely um, perception to make. I, I wouldn't want to live that life just to be you with are, somebody, just, just to say I got somebody. No, you love yourself, and I can see the, the way you talk about that. But there are a lot of people that, because they are single, they thought that they are missing something, and it's not true. You have to be happy and content with your life, and in that moment, in that moment where you don't need your soulmate, it's when it's going to show up. Because let me tell you something. Uh, I mean, the law of attraction works, and you don't have to believe in it. It's like gravity. Then the universe, mm-hmm. it's not, there is no, no one out there punishing us or not giving us the things that we want. That's not true. The universe, the only thing that does is to send you the experiences and the people that matches with your beliefs. That's the reason why we were saying that to, in order to attract your soulmate, you need to believe that this person is there, and it's there for you, and that you are going to meet. You don't know when. You don't know how it's going to happen, the encounter, but you believe it's going to happen. And you start living your life as if it's already happening. You don't put your life on hold just because you are not in a relationship. You enjoy your life and the opportunities that you have while you wait. You are not single. You are just waiting for your soulmate. Can you see the difference? I can. I really do see the difference. And I believe that's why so many people, they struggle with finding their true love. Yes, yes. I have been there. I mean... Uh, let me continue telling uh, a little bit of my story because I think that it can help other people what I have been through. Okay, Judith. Then yeah. what happened is when I put all my intention and my desire, someone that I knew, it was my first boyfriend, showed up again in my life. It showed up through my yeah. dreams. I was meeting him in the middle of the street, and, oh, my God, he was one of my soulmates. I had to go through the process of understanding that the love that I had with this person that I was feeling on my dreams, it was a bigger love than the love that I had in my marriage. And I got divorced after putting all the pieces of the puzzle together, understanding what a soulmate was and what was the reason why he was present in my life again. But he was the messenger. He wasn't the message. It wasn't the moment of being together. He was already married, and I didn't want to to uh, be in the middle of all of this, but he helped me to show the, the kind of love that I can have, this deep love, this connection, and that was the reason why I decided to leave the marriage and to go to find another, another soulmate. But as a lot of our listeners may be experienced, when you are in a marriage for 18 years, I was 16 years with the same person since I was 18, then the world of dating was totally awkward for me. I didn't know. I tried everything, new people, new groups, new activities, thinking that it would be easy. But I had to discover that even if I signed the papers of the divorce, what was holding me back to find my soulmate was that I, I still found myself married to this guy. He was still occupying my ex-husband, my heart. That's the reason why you have to complete your past. You have to be sure that you love yourself, that you are ready to let go all the pain and disappointments of past relationships, that you need to become the person you want to be with. Working on yourself and loving yourself no matter what, it's going to help to find your soulmate. Then I start doing what I teach right now in my workshops and, and trying to find a way to prepare myself for the arrival of my soulmate, when I start getting messages that this person was in New York. Uh, for example, what was going on is this song of Alicia Keys, State of Mind. 
that it repeats the word New York, New York, was some like every time I entered in the bathroom and I put the radio to take a shower, the song was day, every day. I was commuting in my car to my job. I put the radio in the car and the song was there. In that moment, I didn't have the conditions in my life. I didn't have the money. I was doing a master that was two years long. Uh, and I had a lot of things that in my mind said, you cannot move to New York. I mean, that's crazy. I live in Barcelona, in Spain. I cannot go to New York to find my soulmate. What are you trying to tell me? And I was resisting. But suddenly, after some months, the situation started changing. My mother and I, we decided to close the company, and when the money that we had, I could move and rent an apartment in Manhattan. I finished my master in psychology, and the opportunity was there, and I decided to, t to take it, and I moved to New York, and I met my soulmate. We are already married right now. We married in New York. I rent an apartment in the same street where he was living. A lot of synchronies synchronicities will indicate you that you are in the right path. If you ask the universe for signs, if you ask the universe for help, you will be help. You will be guide to be with this person, to meet this person. And in the moment you will be together, you will recognize this person. When we met uh, the first night that we went out for dinner, we were talking in future tense. It took us one week to talk about moving together and having a family together and getting married. It was so fast, and we were so sure about our feelings. Say that. I'm not saying that a soulmate relationship is perfect. Not at all. You have to care about the relationship and, and to be present and to care about the other person to make it work. But... I want to say that I really believe in soulmates and it's a special kind of connection. And this is uh, more or less my story. And I'm not smarter than you that are listening right now. If it happened to me, it can happen to you. This is what I teach right now in my workshop, how I found how to find your soulmate, sorry. And a lot of people have been following the guidelines that I intuitively were using to find this person, but only your desire and your intention and working on yourself will allow you to be with your soulmate. It's everything you need to believe. Right. It is. And, and allow it to happen. Right. You do. You have to allow it to actually happen for you. I think the reason why a lot of people struggle with that, of finding their true love, because they've been hurt so many times, no one wants to be shut down again. You don't want to go through that hurt. And I think that's yeah. a, a a big part of manifesting love is preparing yourself about overcoming that emotional wound and all that baggage that we all have. Yeah, what you say is very true. Uh, sometimes we have agreements with ourselves or with others mm -hmm. that are in place, and we don't realize that. Uh, sometimes there are unconscious beliefs or patterns, and what we do uh, in the workshop or in the private sessions is to identify disagreements or woes or, or whatever is holding you back to be able to release it. Sometimes you have to forgive the people that betray you, that hurt you, that lie to you, to be able to move on, not because they deserve to be forgiven. It's for you. You do it to be able to be free and to move forward with your life. And sometimes you have to understand that you make an agreement to close your heart and to give uh, the key to someone else or to throw it in the sea because you were tired of being hurt. It was so difficult for you, the world of relationships. And Knowing it or no, you make an agreement that nobody's going to hurt me again, and you close your heart. And I have people that come to the workshop, and they consciously tell you, yeah, I'm ready to find my soulmate. But when we go deep and when we do the work, inner work, they understand that they have a, an agreement in place that says, no, I'm not going to be in a relationship never again. I don't want to feel vulnerable. I don't want to put my heart in risk. 
But when you know mm-hmm. this information, then it's the moment where you can renegotiate the agreement with yourself. When you can let go these beliefs that you have, that love is complicated, or love hurts, or love means abandonment, or it doesn't last. What is important is to know what are your core beliefs about love, because then you can work on these ideas and see that maybe your father abandoned you, or maybe your ex-partner abandoned you, but this is part of the past, and the past doesn't need to repeat. You have to let go of the belief that love doesn't last. Because if not, it's when you repeat the story. And then you start acting or you find partners that demonstrate you your own idea, your own belief. And then you are abandoned again or the relationship ends. And you say, you, you tell to yourself, you see, again, love doesn't last. Mm-hmm. What is important right. is to identify that you unconsciously believe this in a very, very deep part of your mind, there are reasons that justify this. And your mind will continue searching for reasons, even if you are not aware of this process. Then knowing this core belief will allow you to change your love life totally, to start fresh, to start attracting a different kind of people. A lot of people come to me because they know that they are attracting the same kind of guy all the time, or the same kind of woman. They know that there is a pattern. Exactly. What they don't know is what to do. Right. They don't. And I think in addition to just healing from all those past relationships, we all, like you said, you have to speak it into existence. You, it, it might, it sounds really easy, but you really got to clearly speak of what you want. You got to tell, it's all about telling God what exactly you want. What do you want in the relationship? How do you want this person to be? It's almost similar, just the same way as you ordering that burger at McDonald's. When you tell them specifically, I don't want onions or lettuce on, that's the same way you have to do for your mate. This is what I want in a mate. This is how I might want you to look. And and don't put might in it. That's exactly what you want. It's not going to be instant. But you're speaking into existence, though. That's what's going to come along. And one thing that we have to stop doing, too, is people, we got to keep, stop choosing. Stop choosing for yourself. That's where sometimes we make that mistake. We looking, we looking too hard. Quit looking. Let it come to you. If it's the right person, God's going to send you that right person at your doorstep. Great point. We always make Right, we always make that mistake, Judith. We always want to keep looking and choosing, and that's why we mess up every time because you're doing it on your own. You're not letting God do it, and that's why you keep getting hurt. That's why that person on Facebook made that statement because you the one keep choosing. That's why I told them today, stop choosing. Today, don't choose. Let Be alone by yourself. There's nothing wrong with being alone. Don't be negative and say, oh, I don't like this certain race, so I don't like these type of women. I'm going to go here to this type of women. It don't matter what woman, what ethnicity, what race, all women are about the same. It, it don't matter what they are. If the one going to complain, the other going to complain. It don't matter who you will. So don't use that for no excuse. I find in yourself that you have the problem because you want to keep doing it on your own. That's why you keep getting the same mess over and over, and it's going to keep getting messy because you want to do it. Over and over. And someone had to tell them today, too, Judith, all of us are not the same. All women are not the same, baby. We all come <laughs> yes. in different shapes and sizes. We all have different personalities. You cannot let a few women take your judgment to the wrong, on the wrong side. You can't do that. We let, we let one bad, uh, okay, so you had a few bad apples. So what? Now, yeah, thank I, you. I have had a few mm-hmm. bad apples. Right, I had two bad apples, but of course there's always a, one good apple. All of them could be red, but there might be that Granny Smith apple that might be just right for you. Choose that that Granny Smith apple gonna be the best apple that you ever had in your life, but you wouldn't know that because you don't let them other bad apples turn you off. So we have to stop doing that today, Judith. Uh, for anybody out there listening today, stop choosing, stop doing. Yes. Let God do the work. Speak it, speak it into existence. Um, and of course, as, as what we heard from you, Judith, it can it can be actually true. Let me ask you this though, Judith. 
I have heard of big love. What exactly is that, and how do you know when you actually um, got it? You mean the the this sensation of soul recognition that I was uh, explaining, or how it looks like a relationship of unconditional love? Well, unconditional love, you know, because you get you get a lot of people bringing it back to if I'm meant to be with my soulmate, they will find me. Does does that really make sense? Yeah, uh, let me let me say it with an example. When we when we talk about unconditional love, the word itself uh, it's defined. I mean, love without conditions. I I accept you the way you are. I don't try to control mm-hmm. you. I don't try to possess you. I don't try to fix you. I even allow you to make mistakes because it's the way you learn and you and you grow. I'm just there to support you. Then these are big words and. For example, what can happen, imagine that I want to do a PhD, okay? I'm married with a, with a little one, and maybe we don't have the money right now. My husband is, is working, and I'm taking care of the kid. Then I'm talking with my husband about my desire of doing a PhD. It's something that I really, really want to do. Then imagine the kind of answer that a husband that loves me unconditionally will say. It's like, honey, we don't have right now the money, but we will find a way that you will do it. I don't know how, but we together will make it possible for you. He's not promising you anything, but he's showing you the support. He's understanding that this is important for you. He's in the real world telling you that he doesn't know how, but he relies that you together can achieve whatever it's important for you both. And then imagine a different kind of answer, like, huh, are you kidding? Do you know how, how expensive is a PhD? But you're not going to be able to do that because we don't have the money and you have to be home taking care of the kid. I'm working. Then I don't know how you want to do this, but uh, take out of your mind because this is just impossible. Do you see the difference? Yes, ma'am, I do. Then this is what is important about that relationship. Sometimes people don't know if to stay or to live in a relationship. The importance of their relationship is what is there between you, what connects you, what allows you to grow. If you are in a relationship and you are suffering, Go to find your soulmate, the right partner for you, someone that loves you the way you deserve to be loved. Don't remain in a relationship where the other person don't want to fight to be really in a real unconditional relationship of love. Right. If you have doubts of what is there for you, just read books. Ask to have a dream with your soulmate. As you said before, Make a list of the characteristics that the soulmate relationship that you are waiting for, how it would like. How would you like to feel in this relationship? This is what we do in the workshop. The first step is to work on the desire. And you will think about how is this person going to be, but not in terms of physical appearance. This is the last important thing uh, for a lot of people. Of course you want to feel the the. the connection with this person, but how it's going to be mm-hmm. psychologically, emotionally, what are you going to do together? How it's going to look like your life together? What are you going to build? Are you going to have family? Right. Then what kind of partner in life do you want? Because only by sending a clear order to the spirit, the source, the universe, however you call it, or God, is the way you are going to receive what you want. And you have to put in this list whatever is important for you. Because this is the list, the list that you carry every day. When you get up in the morning, finding your soulmate is the most important thing for you. Then all these images, visualizing yourself, daydreaming of you being together, is, is what is going to come up to your mind. Because this is important. Right. And you can see it. You can hold the vision of you together. This is what is going to tell the universe that you are ready that you really want this, and then the universe will, will conspire 
to bring you together. As you were saying, then you can sit and relax. There is no need to be obsessed and to go on a 2,000 dates. You can sit in your sofa and do your normal life, going to work, and you can meet this person in the more unexpected moment. Maybe sitting next to you in the movie theater, or maybe you meet in the airport, or maybe in a wedding, or maybe in a birthday party. You don't need to take care of the how the encounter is going to happen. Let God or the source or the spirit do that. Not even take care of the when. Just work on yourself and preparing yourself and being ready. Open your heart to love. Right. Be sure that nothing is holding you back, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It sure will. You just have to yeah. let it. You have to let it work on its own time. But we're going to take a short commercial break, and we're going to be back with Judith talking more about finding your soulmate, and then we're also going to talk about her different techniques that she uses to help you better yourself. So stay tuned. Do not touch that dial. Thought it was over? Not yet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry... I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one... In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom, but a little over a year ago, we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help. And well, how could I not be there for her? I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and even for me, ways to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics that got me started but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. All right, we're back with Judith Costa on the air, my friend, also a soulmate expert, life and love coach, and here to get you over that hump because a lot of you think you lost that love, but actually you haven't. You just have to take your time and be patient and let time do what it needs to do. And sometimes you have to be willing to understand that you have to be alone. And it might be you just need to get yourself together. You got to take those time out to really figure it out and stop rushing because it will happen. But your fairy tale can't happen if you're rushing, if you're choosing it on your own because sometimes we always fail if we don't let God do what he has to do. So, Julie, let's get into the mostly the different techniques that you use. Like, if I'm saying it correctly, Akashic Records, what are those? Yeah, the Akashic Records uh, are like the book of your soul. You have to imagine that like there is a big virtual library out there where the book of each of us is there. Everything that you have experienced as a soul, everything, every thought, every feeling, everything is recorded and is written in this book. And with your permission, 
with a sacred prayer, we can open this book and see what is there. This book contains information about your past lives, your current lifetime, and the potential of development of your soul. Understanding that the future is a pattern of possibilities because you have free will to change it. But it's a very deep uh, session, and it's amazing because in the energy of the of the records, we can do more than give information. The session is totally based in the questions of the person. You come with a list of 10, 15 questions. Usually the session will be around one hour, and you ask these questions. And the masters of the cashier records will give you an answer, a concrete answer to every of your questions. You can ask anything. What is the purpose of this relationship? Is this person my soulmate? Why we needed to part or we cannot be together right now? Is there anything that I need to heal? You can ask about relationships, but you can ask about any other topic, uh, business, uh, money, health. Not only you will receive information, we can do also healing uh, in the records, they work at subcellular level. It's a very deep technique, very powerful session because I have seen transformation of people just in one session that I haven't seen with other uh, tools that I use. It's not the energy of the session, it's what happened after. It's like something has changed. You can release uh, these un uh, unconscious uh, blocks that we were talking about relationships, this fear of abandonment or this belief uh, that relationships don't last, or that you don't love yourself, we can heal that in the session. We can work on forgiveness. There is a lot of things that can be done in the energy of the records, and I love to use this, this tool. Well, oh, well, Judith, obviously we have callers on the line, and I think one is from Miss Jules, and I'm going to bring Jules on in. Hi, Jules. How are you? Hi. I'm great. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. You're wonderful. Oh, you are so welcome. I'm glad to have you on the air today with me. Hey. Oh, um, go ahead, Jules. How, if, how, if how you have can anything. I help you? <laughs> well, um, I'm calling about a lovemate relationship, and uh, if you are able to give any guidance around when a lovemate relationship might be coming into my life. I would love to. Thank you. I would love you to. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> Go ahead. Hello? Yes, I was I was waiting for you. Ah no no, go ahead. I can hear you perfectly. <laughs> oh no, uh, that was my question. I wanted to know ah, when a love mate relationship will come into my life. Ah uh, no, I can I cannot say that. Uh, one of the things that I I say uh, to the participants of my workshops is that I can teach you how to fish, but I cannot give you the fish. Then oh. uh, first, I'm not a psychic or intuitive. Okay. Uh, there is a way. Uh, you can ask this question, but not not right here, right now, in in the in the live show with Technesha. Um, okay. In terms of astrology, we have a reading, for example, that talks about the tendencies of the year. If it's a good year for love, and mm -hmm. what can happen in working in the workshop, we will see what is holding you back, and you will get the signs to know if it's already happening. It's almost happening. And I can teach you a lot of different things that can answer this question where you okay. could get the answer right now. Or you can just have a session of the Akashic Records and ask specifically this question. Okay. But uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not able to answer right now uh, the way the way you, you answer. Okay. Is there anything else sure. that you would like to... Well, uh, you mentioned ways to, to know if it's about to happen or things. What what are some of the ways or yeah, for example, I can look for? Do you, do you remember your dreams? Um, not always, actually. Okay. Pretty infrequently, but actually. Time to time. Then one of the things that you can do is to start asking 
to remember your dreams and to put a pen and a, night, uh, and a book, uh, a notebook, in your nightstand. Why? Because when you tell your unconscious that you want to remember your dreams, they start coming more frequently. And I'm saying this because one of the ways you can meet your soulmate before it happens in what we call real life, it's uh, dreaming about this person. Okay? You can have a dream where you can meet this person. Maybe you are not going to see the physical body, but you, you will recognize this. Uh, this mm. is what it was happening to me at the beginning when I described that this person was my first boyfriend and he entered through my dreams. I was dreaming with him. I was having this connection. But it happens to a lot of people that come to my workshops. Uh, I love uh, to work with dreams. It's one of the techniques that I use uh, for myself growth. And I recommend you to try this, for example, to ask this, to have this encounter in your dreams. Usually, okay. it's not going to happen the first night, but if you keep doing it, I can promise that you can have the experience. Then, for, for example, I have a, a friend of mine that she was asking, she was going to, to a place where she works, where her soulmate was there, and she asked to meet the person. It's, it's a big space. It's like a, a, like a building. It's not mm-hmm. easy to meet uh, this guy uh, there. And she was going to, to this place, and after she did the runs that she had to do, she was leaving the building a little bit disappointed. And she asked the universe that she wanted to meet this person again. She wanted to see face-to-face. And in the moment the elevators, the doors of the elevators were opening, she met a guy. And oh. <laughs> Yeah then if you ask, you will get answers. The answers that you are asking to me can, get, can arrive directly to you. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It gives me something to look forward to. So thank you. And thank you, you are welcome. For taking my Happy call. Of thank course. You. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jules. Thank you. Thank you. And we also, and we also have another caller. And caller, welcome to the Bright Side with Technicia. How are you? I'm fine, and you? Fine, are you all? <laughs> Doing Hi. wonderful. All right, this Do is we James have a question Washington. as well? Yes, ma'am. This is James Washington calling from Norfolk, Virginia, live. Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, I got a, I was in a relationship a couple of, about a year ago, but it didn't last but three weeks. When she broke up with me, I, I was kind of devastated. That was my first. That was my first girlfriend. I'm, I'm, I was 34 at the time. Now I'm 35. About to be 36. I'm sorry. I'm not following you. Can you can you repeat uh, the question that you were sure. having a sure, girlfriend is, and what happened? Sure. The question was, y'all were talking about relationship. I was in a relationship for like three weeks. Then she just all of a sudden just calling it off. And I have, I have not heard from her from that day since. Yeah, sometimes it's it's uh, it's complicated because we want to be in a relationship with the other person. We don't know the reason why. I'm sure that you didn't do anything wrong, but maybe no, she's I not didn't. in the same page. And to, to accept this can be difficult, but let me tell you something. It's better to know as soon as possible if you are not going to be together. Because if she is not the right one for you, right. you don't want to lose time in this relationship. You want that's to invest right. this time on finding the right partner for you. Yeah, that's right. If you don't hear from her, allow her the space. And if there is a moment where you think that that's enough, then just tell her and go to find the right partner for you. Then people feel sorry about themselves or... Yeah. They, they are afraid of rejection. Let me tell you that no, this is not a rejection. She is just not the right one for you, but there is someone. That's I can right. promise there is someone out there waiting for you, the right oh. one. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian man. I'm not perfect. I, I have my shortfalls, my shortcomings too. But, you know, they passed a gay marriage. You know, I I'm, I mean, I I don't, I won't, I had a problem with it, but, you know, that's them. That's me. God God created me to be with a woman. That's why I genuinely believe 150%. Yeah, 
There is, a, there is an author that I loved, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. I don't know if you have heard about uh, his books. One of the books that he uh, has written about relationships that I recommend to all the listeners is The Mastery of Love. It's a great book with a lot of advice about how to love ourselves. And in this book, he explains that we have to take care of ourselves, of loving right. ourselves, no matter what, to be there for us. Then there is no reason that we need to go into other people's affairs and lives or gossip or criticize or compare with others. If we love ourselves, it's enough to know our self-worth. Right. And it's okay to take care of the 50% that we bring to any relationship in our life. And this 50% have to be perfect. Then it's, for, it's not for me to say I'm religious, but I'm more spiritual than religious. I don't belong to any organization. I, I have a direct relationship with God then it's not for me to say what is right or what is not right. It's other people's lives. But I try to be authentic. I try to be loving and kind with myself and with others. And this is all we can do to navigate in the world of relationships. But it's not complicated. Love doesn't hurt and love is not complicated. We make it complicated. Love is the most wonderful yeah. energy, the highest vibration that you can have. And you will see that if you love yourself, you will attract people into your life that also love themselves. If you raise your vibration, you will attract people like your soulmate. Your soulmate that is someone that is vibrating at the same level of energy than you. It's the only thing you, you have to do. Work on yourself and you will transform your life and your relationships. Love yourself no matter what. Exactly. I definitely agree. And, you know, I love um, Tyler Perry, who plays as Medea in most of his plays, and he sort of said something similar to what you were saying, Judith, about the fact, you know, you got to let people go. If it's not meant for you, let them go. It, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to hurt you for a while, James. But that's what you have to do. It's either them or you, and you got to make that decision. And that's what she said. When you tell them folks to do something, now and never throw nobody away. I'm never in my life just throwing anybody away, saying, don't bother me no more, don't talk to me no more. I've never done that. But what, what you can do is tell them, look, this thing you're doing right here is going to cause a problem. You need to fix that. And because if we're going to be friends and going to be cool, you need to fix that. And if they don't, we're gonna have an issue, and if 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 we, if we cannot fix that problem, then you need to move to the left field. And as I said before, people gotta to learn to be by themselves. You gotta learn how to do that. Always crying, you need somebody. You don't need nobody. You need the Lord. That's what you definitely need. And that's why I love well, what Medea was saying. That's 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 why I do love what Medea was saying. We need the Lord. That's Amen. what we need to um, wait on. Shut up. And wait, go to work, pick up a book, do some sewing, talk to your dog. That's that's what we have to do. And if that young lady didn't want you, then oh well. I'm sorry, you just got to let it go. You got to do you by the end of the day. Right. You better better listen because that's exactly what you're saying too. It wasn't meant, it was not meant to be. And as you were saying, Judith, I think dreams are very important when it comes to that because your dreams sometimes interpret what we don't think consciously. Because while you're asleep, that unconscious part of your mind is still working. It's actually sending you the message. It's showing you. And what she was telling Jules to do, that's what you need to do too, James. Take out that piece yes, of paper, keeping this to you at night, so you can write those down. It will verify for you. Because the relationship, when you're in a relationship, they're supposed to make you happy. You're supposed to be with someone who's going to make you happy, um, be there for you to satisfy you. If that person not there for you mentally, it's not going to work. And sometimes, that's what I want to say, too. Sometimes God will send people in your life just to send you a message. And that's what Medea said. 
they'll send you a message, but sometimes we hold on to that person. We want to hold on to that person. It wasn't meant for you to hold on to them. It was meant for you to get that message and move on. But you want to hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the person for me. Now I want to get married. No, that wasn't the person for you. That person mm-hmm. was on there just to give you a message. But you took it for granted. You wanted to hold on to that person. No, that's what a lot of us go wrong, too. That's all they're supposed to do. It's just like seasons. They, came, right. they came into your life like they came to your just. They came into your life just like the summer, but now they're gone because the fall here now. So you got to you got to know what time your seasons come in because it's a season for everything. It's a time to make a change, everyone, and that's what we're here to do. And Judith is helping us to do that today to help make that change. And if anyone was listening, your soul bait is out there. Be patient, slow down, take a breathe. Get yourself together first. Get together. Because one thing about God, he don't, he's not messy. He's not messy at all. He's going to send you that person. And I do believe that for you too, James. You're going to have that soulmate. Just hold on. She's, a right, she's right there. Trust, trust and believe us ladies today on this line. She's there for you. But you got to hold on, my brother. you got to Amen. be patient. Amen. Amen. Right. Don't, don't. Don't keep searching for it, because when you do the searching, you're not going to get the results that you want. Right. Slow down and Amen. be patient. Take time for right. Take time for yourself. And when she comes, right. it's going to be so beautiful. It's going to just it's going to be just like a fairy tale out of Cinderella. It's going to be beautiful because you waited, you did what you had to do. Oh, that's all I have to say. I'm sorry for taking over. But I just, I just had to put that out there today. I'm, I'm sorry because I know Judith is. She knows more of this than no, I do. No, it's okay. But, it's um, okay. Um, <laughs> but I, I had to. I had, it's your show. I had to put it out there. I did have to put it out there because I, I do believe it's somebody for everybody. Wonderful, out there. wonderful believe. words. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for calling. But, um, I hope we <laughs> help you. Thank you, you James. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. You are so welcome. God bless you, James. Yes, ma'am. God bless you too. The same. Thank you. God bless you. You're welcome. All right. Yes, ma'am. Y'all too. Bye bye. Well, Judith, um, tell us how we can actually, because we we got into the calls. I was not expecting that to come about, but I'm glad that we were able to accomplish something, and I hope Jules and James be able to just find that true love because it's going to come, but you have to be patient. Judith was patient. I was patient. Your love is out there. It is. It sounds like a little Cinderella fairy tale, but it's actually not. It's it's serious. And, of course, with your upcoming book that will be coming out, when when will your book be coming out, Judith? Because I cannot wait to get my hands on it. To tell you the truth, it's a long process, and I I cannot give you a date. I'm writing... Two books at the same time. The first one is the story of how I found my soulmates, and the second one is the story of other people about how they found their soulmates. And I'm doing that because there are a lot of people that need help, a lot of people that have been in this yes. kind of relationships. Maybe they didn't work out, people that really want to find their soulmates. And they ask me, why you don't put your story in a book? And uh, But it's a long process. It's it, it's not complicated. Well, we it will it will happen. Well, that's love that's love for you. It stays complicated, but it can get better. But I cannot wait for your book to come out, Judith, so we can get Thank our you. hands on that and have you back on the show discussing that. But if listeners want to get in touch with you, what are some ways they can? Yeah, the best way is uh to send me an email or to give me a call. Yes, ma'am. Uh the email is Judith M. Costa at hotmail.com, Judith, J-U-D-I-T-H-M, as a Mary, Costa, C-O-S-T-A, at hotmail.com. My cell is 646-204-4535. And all information about my services and workshops and how to connect with me is in the website. The website is www.judithmcosta.com. Dot com, and they will find everything they need uh, and all the services listed in the website. Well, thank you again, Judith, for coming on. I hope thank everybody 
will be able to get out there and identify who their actual soulmate is and listen to it. It's to your dreams. Stay, keep your eyes open and your ears open as well. Thank you again, Judith, and I hope to catch you on the next round. Thank you very much. I had a great time. I, I'm i glad to be Me here too. sharing this time with you. Thank All you the best. so much. Sending you lots of love to you and to everybody that is listening <laughs> right now or will listen to the recording again. Bye-bye. Yes, and thank you. Bye-bye, Judith. And thank you again to Jules and James for calling in and tuning in and to other listeners who might then want to call in and just listen. I really do appreciate that. And this message is from my friend, Mary Ellen. Her truth of the day is this, bring joy to others. As you work to bring joy to others, you will discover what makes your life joyful as well. And the act of giving, not necessarily a material gift, can be a gift of your time or consultant for charity. You'll be able to find aspects about yourself that can be applied to your career. You will also make your life more meaningful. All of us possess the skills that enable us to bring joy to others. So rather than spending time and energy doing things you do not enjoy, listen to your inner wisdom and do what you love as often as possible in the process. Find a way you may bring joy to another person. Today, bring joy to someone else. Make them smile. Enjoy the day and have lots of fun this weekend bringing joy to others. God bless. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com. 